So I know you're not big into D&D, but I love it. And sometimes in between D&D sessions, I just really miss that feel of playing D&D. So do you know what I've been doing? What have you been doing? I have been listening to this awesome podcast called End Game Content, where they go through and they play games on their podcast and you get to join their adventure with them and laugh with them. And, and it really helps to have that craving filled in between D&D sessions. Do you also feel like you find out new strategies and other ways to help play your D&D game? Oh, yes, definitely. They have all sorts of cool ideas going on. Awesome. Well, I know I listened to one of their mini songs and they are definitely funny. If you guys like us and like our weird, crude humor, you guys will definitely like end game content as well. Check them out wherever you guys get your podcast. They also have a Twitch as well. So check them out on Twitch as well. That is end game content. All right, guys. Welcome to the end of July, last week of July. Woohoo! Last week of July. Uh, yeah, and hopefully August will mm, come with a little bit of cooler weather. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We'll see. I don't know. Augusts are normally still pretty freaking hot. Well, and this year has just been so ridiculously hot. That's been crazy. Just crazy. Yeah. I mean, I think today is one of the cooler days and it's 95. It does predict that by six, it'll be 102 here though. So we'll Blah. see. Blah. That's just too hot. It is too hot. I thought you loved the heat. I do like the, the heat. I just want it like 80. Mm, that's still hot. <laughs> I'm good at 70. Ah, I like 80. I'm good with 80. All right. So. We're going to go into, uh, well, another possible Robert Darris victim. So we're going with the theme for a few episodes here. Okay. Karen Mitchell. And this Ooh, happened. Karen. In, I know. You can imagine, too, when I searched her name and Mitchell as a last name. Holy crap. Finding shit on her was, oh, my God. And her middle name's Marie. Karen Marie Mitchell. Holy crap. There's so many Karens out there. And if you're a Karen, just go fuck yourself. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I really feel bad actually for those people that are actually been named Karen. And now in society, we have deemed that name is terrible. Yeah. It's like those awful people that got named like Dick or whatever. Yeah. I think this is worse though. Yeah. Yeah. And if now, if you're pregnant and you're going to name your kid Karen, obviously you just hate your child. So, yeah, I'm sure that that name, like real low on baby name lists yeah. these days. Oh, who knows? Who knows? I mean, I mean, apparently whatever the crap Elon's must baby name is, I, I don't know. Morse code. I mean, shit. Okay. <laughs> I just Googled it and this stat is from 2020 and it says okay. a ranking of the popularity of baby names by gender found Karen dropped from 660th place in 2019 to 831st in 2020. So ah. people are definitely 
not using it as much. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, there you go. Good people. Cause seriously, just don't do that to your child. Just don't. Uh, Yeah. Back then you had no idea. I mean, now she technically would be 40. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. It's probably pretty common for that. Yeah. Age range. Yeah. I'd say so too. Uh, This is in 1997 in Eureka, California. She was five days shy of turning 17. Okay. When she disappeared. So a little bit background on her too. So she's known as an alternative kid who likes REM and smashing pumpkins. Okay. Makes her own hemp necklaces. She hated her picture being taken. She didn't want to be the spotlight. She just kind of wanted to blend in. And her and her mom kind of bumped heads a lot. Okay. Her mom was 16 when she had her, so she was young herself. And she got along really well with her aunt, who was mm-hmm. named Annie. Aunt Annie. Okay. Yes. Actually, Annie went to her mom and was like, hey, you know what? I know you guys are having a really hard time. What if she came and... And stayed with me for a little bit. They weren't too far away. I mean, Eureka isn't, it, it's far from LA, but not that far. Plus, Annie was like, you know what? LA is not really a place for young women to grow up. It's not as safe, um, which is true. But Karen wanted to go with Annie. And so actually her mom signed over partial legal guardianship. So apparently okay. you can do that. You, you can assign partial legal guardianship over sure so it's basically you know kind of like split guardianship because her dad wasn't in her life she had her when she was 16 so she was staying at her aunt annie's house there would be weeks in the summer or whatever she'd go and stay with her mom or whatever but she basically did school and stuff with her aunt starting at age 14 so it's been two years so her aunt owned a shoe store in the bayshore mall now this is important to point out. It is a shop for drag queens. Oh. The reason why it's important to point out is because Robert Durst also dressed up in drag a lot. Okay. Robert Durst also had a business. One of his businesses from the uh, real estate agent, he had several offices in that area, and was living there at the time of her disappearance. Okay. Karen was seen, she went to the shoe store, met up with her aunt, and it is speculated that he was in there probably four to five times a week. And Karen often came in and helped out her aunt with the shop. And so it is very possible that Karen knew Robert. Oh, wow. It is unclear if she knew him as Robert or whatever drag name he decided to go by. Okay. Okay. The shopping center was 33rd block of Broadway Street. So this was one mile away from Karen's actual place that she was looking to go and get an employment. She was looking to be a sitter at a daycare center. So she left the mall at 2.45. Okay. Yeah. So she left the mall at 2.45. And she was going to go to her job interview. Okay. Also, after her job interview, said that she was going to go to her mom's house. Okay, sure. So she was supposed to go to her job interview and then get on the bus 
and go to her mom's house. So when she didn't arrive that night, her mom called her aunt, was like, hey, you know, did she change her mind or something? Like, she never showed up. No, she never apparently even went to the job. Oh, okay. So there is a witness statement. And this witness statement says that they saw Karen get into a light blue four-door 1978 to 1970, 76 to 1978 sedan for Brenda or a Mercury Monarch or sedan. The vehicle had license plates that said Eureka on them. So they were from there mm-hmm. and someone drew a sketch of the person that they saw her get into this vehicle with. And that is what I showed you at that sketch of what looks very similar to Robert Durst. Yeah, it is very similar. And you know what's funny too? <laughs> so once that sketch came out, he stopped wearing those glasses. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Her mom, as soon as she knew Karen is missing, she drove right up there that night within a few hours of her disappearance. She drove there. She drove, made a whole bunch of flyers. The police, of course, said you have to wait 48 hours before they're going to get involved. Yeah. They're like, well, this is just a runaway case. Like, we got to wait the 48 hours. So her mom and aunt decided to make a whole bunch of flyers. Well, they posted them everywhere from L.A. to Eureka. The span of about 650 miles posted these everywhere. Karen did have a bank account and her savings wasn't touched at all. Oh, that's suspicious. And she also had a plane ticket she got as a gift, and it was also never touched. This was so that she could go to to view a college that she wanted to go to. And this was in California, too. So, I mean, plane ticket wasn't that far, but but yes, that wasn't even touched either. So that's pretty suspicious. Uh, Yeah. So her her mom obviously is very, very concerned. She ends Mm -hmm. up spending six months in Eureka just trying to look for her. Yeah. Dog searches, groups of people, everything. Trinidad and Eureka, they're both in Humboldt County, which is part of the California known of the stronghold of the marijuana production industry. Region Mm -hmm. is filled with redwoods, greenery, stuff like that. So it's also common. The nickname for it is the Lost Coast. So there are people that will come and hide around there. And if they're looking to disappear, that's where they'll go. There is also, there's tons of places around there that said that people could just disappear into. They also think that this is one of the reasons why Durst is attracted to there. Plus he, it's known that that Robert Durst loves marijuana as well. Okay. We'll get into that on one of the other ones, but yes, he's marijuana fan oh there's speculation that he honed a few marijuana farms and stuff like that so oh wow yeah i did mention that there's um robert just had an office there but he had an office there for 15 years okay he had a place of residence there and in new york as well he had a few different properties okay we do have a sighting of karen so i found um, this cute little online shop it's called blossom boutique with two e's at the end i was just looking through all their stuff and they have some really cute stuff best part is too is that they have some stuff for adults and for kids plus i really like the girls gang shirts like me and my daughter can map i love that they are a small business i really like supporting small businesses and creative artists they have a mug that says Moonchild on it that I am pining for. So right now I've noticed they have 
Halloween flannels that you can pre-order. I'm so going to get one for my son. They're so cute. I also saw um, they had some Brie Brittany shirts because I know that that is um, that's an injustice and all of its own. So that's awesome. And I really love their soul searching shirt. That one was really cool. And for my daughter, this sunflower demon jacket. Holy crap. That is adorable. So if you love supporting small businesses as much as we do, love cute clothes are also really affordable. Go ahead and check out Blossom Boutique. Get 15% off with code CRIME15. Blossom Boutique with two E's at the end. And I'll go ahead. I'll link it down on the bio too. So go ahead and check them out. That is Blossom Boutique with two E's at the end of Boutique Blossom Boutique. So there was a sighting someone said that it met Karen's description in Tempe, Arizona. Someone it looked like I think it's Tempe. Was, oh, is it Tempe? Tempe? Sorry, Tempe, Tempe is a vegan food and I was like, wait. What? <laughs> it's Tempe. Okay. Tempe, Arizona. Someone said that they think Karen was around there and was begging for money. It sounded like she was like homeless or something. Um, so the family went up in the summer, this was 2001, stayed in motel. They talked to a whole bunch of people, told the motel manager why they were there and showed pictures of her. And she's like, oh, we got a phone call from the motel manager. He thinks that Karen is actually here at our hotel. You know, of course, then the mother is like, I can't breathe. I almost fainted. Like, seriously, like if I could see her again, that would be amazing. The hotel manager called the police and so that she stays there. Well, when the girl stepped out, she's like, it it wasn't Karen. And this woman walked right by her, actually gave her a big hug and says, I'm so sorry that I'm not Karen. Oh, so that's kind of sad. Um, I mean, this mom's never given up. You know what I mean? Like, she's just, I mean, there's a few theories. She ran away um, as one. She's a victim of sex trust. to be a theory, doesn't it? I guess some I people do run away, but some do. Yeah, it is. And I think, you know, on the back of the mind too, you, you hope that they just ran away. She did talk about joining the Peace Corps and stuff. So there was that like, oh, maybe she ran off and joined the Peace Corps and maybe we'll see her again. So she was a victim of sex trafficking because that was high around in California. She's the right age. And so another one is that someone picked her up and murdered her and one of the main suspects is that is robert durst yeah well i mean the thing about the runaway too though is why wouldn't she have touched her savings right you're not even going to touch that that's the thing is i'm like when you plan to run away you're you're saving up money and then you're taking it and you're going so not to take any money to me is very suspicious yeah i mean that doesn't seem likely yeah so once again um there is not enough evidence on robert durst that robert durst had anything to do with this mary her mom has gone as far as to actually write durst and ask him for any information really yeah wow she says she writes him once a week i assume he never writes back he doesn't wow but she writes him once a week asking for any information you know obviously her aunt was the one that owned the shop and so she actually had video surveillance and there is a video surveillance of what could or could not be we don't know of what may be robert durst in drag at her store the same day karen goes missing but it's really hard to tell it is very grainy just want to note too i mean there is several like um several accounts where 
he is in disguise and he's um, he's dressed up as a woman in some of these crimes that take place. So some people speculate, okay, is he is he really like doing the drag queen thing or is it just for a disguise? Don't know. Yeah. And some people say, too, well, you know, if he's dressed up as a woman trying to lure women, then wouldn't that would a woman trust a woman more? Maybe. I don't know. Karen Mitchell. Technically, I mean, aliens could be involved, too. Hey, aliens could always be involved. So, yeah. Your thoughts on this? I don't know. I definitely think Robert Durst is a very interesting person. Right. Curious. I'm curious to hear more in the next episode, even. Um, To hear more about him? Yeah. yeah. And I didn't plan on going down this rabbit hole. This rabbit hole found me. Okay. (laughs) It was fate. It was fate, apparently. Yeah. And the thing is, too, is Karen uh, Mitchell's case got local news, but it never got national news Mm -hmm. until a documentary came out where Robert Durst publicly spoke about other murders. Well, I should say alleged murders, one including his wife. Okay. So I'll leave you with that. You can just hang on to that till next time. You're welcome. Please let us know any theories you have as we begin. Yep. Um. Yeah. So I will have at least a three-parter, maybe a four on this. Enjoy Robert Durst. Yeah, if you guys have any theories or anything, again, you guys can find us on Patreon. Again, we're still going to do uh, the free month free for the $10 one, which means you guys get no ads. You get ad-free Patreons. And we will do at least one a month. That's our minimum. We're going to do one a month. Might throw in more, but we'll do at least one a month of an extra episode that you can only get on Patreon. So there's yes. that. And... um yeah, and you guys can uh, find us on, you can email us, crimetheoriespodcast at gmail.com, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, Crime Theories Podcast. And yeah, we'd love to hear from you guys. And uh, why don't you guys just keep fucking going? <laughs>